Let's give a clap of praise. Glory to bless you. Shall we bow our heads in a word of prayer? Our Heavenly Father, we thank you there is room at the fountain. That living fountain where sinners plunge beneath that blood lose all their guilty stains. So we come tonight, Lord, believe in your word that there is room at the fountain for each one of us. We pray tonight, Father, that your sweet Holy Spirit that we feel his presence in our midst tonight will minister your grace upon us to each one of us as we have need of tonight. Bless your people tonight, Lord. Bless your servant, Pastor Gideon, his precious wife, the family and the church. Bless the visiting ministers and their churches. Bless all the believers here tonight and help each one of us for a few minutes to find space at this fountain to drop all of our weights and burdens of life and we shall find help and grace to help in our time of need tonight. Thank you, Father. At the end of this service and all the days of our lives, we will be careful to give you alone all the praise, all the honor, and all the glory in Jesus Christ's name. We pray. Amen. Amen. God bless you and good evening. It's so good to be here. Uh, before we sit down, I would like us to read from the scriptures. So if you have your Bibles, I'd like to invite your attention to Genesis 24. And I'll read um, quite a few verses there. Genesis 24, I read from verse 1 through verse 27. This is speaking about um, Abraham sending out Eliezer to go get a bride for Isaac. And Brother Benham used this scripture um, uh, um, in marriage and divorce marriage and divorce and different messages to speak about his ministry to, to speak about his ministry where God sent him out with a message to get a bride for Isaac which is the Lord Jesus Christ. So Genesis 24 reads on this wise and Abraham was old and well stricken in age and the Lord had blessed Abraham in all things. And Abraham said unto his eldest servant of his house that rule over all that he had, put, I pray thee, thy hand under my thigh. 
Ibrahim nagambo muduwe, omukuru nyumba ye, yafuga ngabyo nabi yalinanti, nkwega ide, so mkono gowansi wechisambi change. And I will make thee swear by the Lord, the God of heaven, and the God of the earth, that thou shalt not take a wife unto my son, of the daughters of the Canaanites, among whom I dwell. Nange nakula yiza mukama katondo we guru era katondo wensi ngatoli wasiza mwana wange mukazi aliva mbawala ababa kanani bentula mo But thou shalt go unto my country unto my kindred and take a wife unto my son Isaac Na yoli genda munsi yange era eribaganda bange omuwasize omwana wange Isaaco mukazi And the servant said unto him Peradventure, the woman will not be willing to follow me unto this land. Must I needs bring thy son again unto the land from whence thou camest? And Abraham said unto him, Beware. Thou that thou bring not my son thither again. The Lord God of heaven, which took me from my father's home and from the land of my kindred, and which speak unto me, and that swear unto me, saying, Unto thy seed will I give this land. He shall send his angel before thee, and thou shalt take a wife unto my son from thence. Mukama katondo we guru eyanzi jja mu nyumba ya kitange ne munsi mwenazalirwa ere yayogera nange nanda yira ngangamba anti ezadde lyo ndili wenseno oyo alituma malaika we okukulembera nawe oliwa sizo mwana wange omukazi aliveyo And if the woman will not be willing to follow thee then thou shall be clear from this thy oath only bring not my son thither again and the servant put his hand under the thigh of Abraham, his master, and swore to him concerning that matter. And the servant took ten camels of the camels of his master and departed for all the goods of his master were in his hand and he arose and went to, to and went to Mesopotamia even unto the city of Nahor o mudunato alengamira 10 ezomngamira ezamukamawe ne yegendera ngalina ebitundu byonna ebirunji ngalina ebintu byonna ebirunji ebyamukamawe mungaloze nagolokoka nagena mu Mesopotamia mu kibuga cha Nakori and he made his camels to kneel down without the city by a well of water at the time of the evening, even the time that women go out to draw water. And the servant, and he said, O Lord God of my master Abraham, I pray thee, send me good speed this day, and show kindness unto my master Abraham. And Behold, I stand here by the well of water, 
and the daughters of the men of the city come out to draw water. And let it come to pass that the damsel to whom I shall say, Let down thy pitcher, I pray thee, that I may drink. And she shall say, Drink, and I will give thy camels drink also. Let the same be she that thou hast appointed for thy servant Isaac, and thereby shall I know that thou hast showed kindness unto my master. And it came to pass before he had done speaking that behold, Rebekah came out, who was born to Bethuel, son of Milcah, the wife of Nahor, Abraham's brother, with her picture upon her shoulder. And the damsel was very fair to look upon, a virgin, neither had any man known her. And she went down to the well and filled her pitcher and came up. And the servant ran to meet her and said, Let me, I pray thee, drink a little water of thy pitcher. And she said, Drink, my lord. And she hasted. And let down her pitcher upon her head, upon her hand, and gave him drink. And when she had done giving him drink, she said, I will draw water for thy camels also. And she hasted and emptied her pitcher unto into the, into the into the trough and ran again unto the well to draw water and drew for all his camels. And the man wondering at her held his peace to wait whether the Lord had made his journey prosperous or not. And it came to pass, as the camels had done drinking, that the man took a golden earring of half a shekel weight and two bracelets for her hands of ten shekels weight of gold. And said, Whose daughter art thou? Tell me, I pray thee, is there room in thy father's house for us to lodge in? And she said unto him, I am the daughter of Bethuel, the son of Milcah, 
whom she bare unto Nahor. She said, Moreover unto him, We have both straw and provender, enough, and room to lodge in. And the man bowed, bowed down his head and worshipped the Lord. And he said, Blessed be the Lord God of my master Abraham, who hath not left destitute my master of his mercy and his truth. I been in the way the Lord uh, led me to the house of my master's brethren. Amen. May the Lord add his blessing to the reading of his holy words. Amen. God bless you. You will be seated. Amen. God bless you tonight. Amen. It's a blessing to be here. To be with you in um, Kampala. Kampala. I think this is Kampala, right? Okay, alright. So, um, and um, Pastor Gideon. Thank you so much for the invitation to be here. Uh, like Pastor Gideon said, we have a common friend. Uh, who, I, who I think many of you might know or some of you might know him Pastor Alfred Davidson, Pastor Davidson. a totally fine Christian gentleman and um, like Pastor Gideon said I also knew him first through Pastor Davidson and as a matter of fact the time he came through Nigeria and I had his phone number I recorded the number as Pastor Gideon brother Alfred's friend brother Alfred so it's good to be here and to see all of you so Pastor Gideon I uh, thank you for the invitation to be here and uh, on behalf of uh, me and the little group of us from Lagos we thank you for the invitation to be here and I'm sorry again we had you out at 2-3 a.m. to pick us at the airport we had him at the airport three o'clock in the morning to pick us. We really appreciate that. Amen. So we'll find some time for some more greetings. But for tonight, I know the eyes is late already. For tonight, I would like to um, preach a little message uh, which I have titled Called Out. Now we know Brother Branham, the seventh messenger to the Laodicean church age was sent by God to call out a bride for Isaac. 
Jesus Christ in time. And like I said, Brother Branham used this scripture and the different types in it to represent his message what the camel meant who Eliezer was who Rebecca was what it meant Rebecca uh, 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 given water to the camel and like I'm sure you know the story the story went on because she went home to tell her family what had happened and the talk about whether she will go with Eliezer or not. And what her father represented. What her mother represented. Brother Branham showed us what her sister and brother represented. He showed us what her journey to meet Isaac represented. He showed us what Isaac meeting her in the field before she got to his home what it all represented. So Brother Branham, Brother Branham he let us understand by his message that he was sent by God to call out a bride for Jesus Christ. And we thank God we have a revelation tonight we are a part of that called out group. And that group is all over the world. Amen. Different languages. Different countries. As many as the Lord our God shall call. So tonight, we are called out. Amen. Amen. And Brother Branham, Brother Branham was sent to call us out and prepare a bride that will be ready, that will be prepared, made ready and put in shape to go in the rapture in the skies so that Jesus Christ will meet us in the field in the air just like Isaac met Rebekah in the, in the fields and took her to his home so we are the called out tonight we have been called out of Laodicea and you know Laodicea is heady. Heady. High-minded. Heady means they're stubborn. They're stuck in their ways. No matter how you show them, they won't change. They won't move. They are so in love with their ways. Even though they will be wrong, they will never move. That's Laodicea. High-minded. Lovers of pleasure more than lovers of God. We've been called out of that. That's one extreme. But on the other extreme are the Corinthians. On the other side, Amen. Jacob Grace spirits. Jacob Grace. Even though they be Christians, they have loose lives. Loose living. God is love. 
So it doesn't matter. God loves you regardless. Sure, God loves us regardless. But he demands that we live a Christian life. So Brother Branham was sent to call us out from the legalistic Hebrews on the right side and the loose living Corinthians on the left side. And we have been brought out into the middle of the road on the morning of his uh, uh, dedication of his tabernacle, laying the foundation stone of the tabernacle. He saw a vision where he was at the foot of the cross and two trees and he was told, the voice told him to pluck fruit from the right side and from the left side and bring them to the foot, to the foot of the cross. Because he was at the foot of the cross. And Brother Branham let us understand. That's what his ministry represents. And that's what the Branham Tabernacle represented. And, and said the Branham Tabernacle is an open door. Open. The Hebrews on the right. The, the, the Corinthians on the left whosoever will may come and he said the real gift is going to be to know how to keep the Branham Tabernacle an open door and Jesus said behold I have set before you an open door that no man can shut it and so we thank God this open door of the glorious gospel of Malachi first message still remains an open door even tonight and here we are each one of us tonight at the foot of this cross wherever we come from whether we come from Uganda from Kenya from Nigeria from Ghana wherever we come from whatever religion Whatever background, Malachi first message has called us out and here we are at the foot of the cross and these Ephesians are the foot of the cross waiting on and preparing for the coming of the Lord no matter how long it takes we shall wait and the prophet said that little faith woman the bride here there she's waiting in love waiting for her master and while she's waiting she's watching her life to be a reflection of Jesus Christ that's what we are here for that's what this message is about that's what we come to church for and 
That's why we are here tonight. At the foot of the cross. And every day we go to church. When we go to work. When we go to school. Always remember. We're at the foot of the cross. The glories of God falling upon us at the foot of the cross. So here we are called out by Malachi for message and all over the world God's servants after that prophet has come and gone all over the world this message has gone on the voice of God. Different people. Even individual brothers. Printing the books. Sending the, the, the spoken word out. Different ministers. Going into every nook and every nook and corner. Of every village. When it's convenient. When it's not convenient. Checking this glorious gospel. Looking for a bride. That same bride. That brother Branham was called. Was sent to call out. And one by one. They have come into the message. And we thank God. And we are proud of this message. We thank God for this message. There is nothing like this on the face of the earth. Some people say. This message is not it. And my reply is. That's fine. That is fine. I agree with you. But here's what I'll tell you. If this is not it. I'm going to stay with this. Until that comes. Whatever it is that is. You say until it comes. I'm going to stay with this. Because there is nothing like this. On the face of the earth. Nothing even comes close. Nothing comes close to this. So we thank God for the prophet. I call him the great Elijah prophet of Malachi 4. Don't you thank God for that prophet? Give a lot of shout. Glory. You may be seated. Now, Having been called out, I want you to notice a few things. And that's where we've uh, uh, had a few challenges in the message. I don't know what goes on in East Africa. But a few other places I've gone to and where I come from, I noticed there is like a, uh, not a clarity haven't come into the message what next haven't come into the message young men young women boys and girls fathers mothers preachers many of us including me many times we go on like 
haven't come in the message. What next? Well, thank God. Brother Branham didn't leave us in a haze about what should happen next after we have come into this message. So I want you to notice after we have come into the message, three things here. Firstly, we are called out by Malachi 4. And when we have come out, there's a purpose that God calls us out for. For a reason, He calls us out. And because of that reason, there's a journey He set out for us. So, so number one, we are called out. Number two, after we are called out, we are fed. We are given spiritual food. In due season, we are nourished. We are tutored. We are trained by the word of God. We are fed upon the word of God. From the storehouse. That Malachi for Brother Panam laid out for us. And we are fed fat upon the riches of the word of God. That's the next thing after we are called out. That's why we come to church. We come to church for tutoring, for child training, to be fed on the word, for behavior, for character formation. To grow up into the stature of Jesus Christ to every single day become more and more like Him. Whether you are a young man, whether you are a father, once you have come in this message and you have received Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, after you are called out, the next thing is for your soul to be nourished. To be fed, to be child trained, so that you'll know how to behave yourself. So you'll know how a Christian ought to behave. So it won't just be, I'm in the message, and then we live like everybody else. It won't just be, I'm in the message, we are better than Pentecostals, and then we live lesser than Pentecostals live. No, we are nourished by the word of God Malachi first message for behavior for character building so that we will be like Jesus Christ and this message is an invitation by God to live the life of Jesus Christ. God has invited you and I to come on this journey to be like Jesus Christ. Amen. And then number three, after nourish, number three, we are given a promise to live for so we are called out and we are nourished for character for behavior for relationship with God and then number three number three we are given a promise to live for so we are not just living for today we have an eye on tomorrow 
and this pattern here, after called out, then we are nourished, we are fed, we are child trained, we are tutored, that we may be like Jesus Christ. And then number three, we are given a promise to live for. This pattern, you will see through all scripture. And that's a simple simplicity of the message of Malachi 4. That's a simple formula that Brother Branham has hidden in the message. And if you and I follow this formula, we shall make it onto the other side. And we are predestinated to make it onto the other side. If you follow these things, the prophet taught us there is no way you are not going to be on the other side. Hallelujah. Oh, hallelujah. So when we say we are called out, that's what it means. It means I've been called out from Pentecost, from the Catholic Church, wherever it is from the world. I've been called out and I'm in a church. I got a church. I have my fellowship with God to be nourished, to be fed, so I can be like Jesus Christ. Every single day, and then every day, there's a hope that's bubbling in my soul. A promise to live for. Oh, hallelujah. And we have a promise to live for. Glory to God, amen. Oh, hallelujah. Amen. So men in the message misunderstand this. I don't, in, I don't know how it is in East Africa. But in my country, it's very common. And many in the message come in the message and then it's like we know what next to do. Then because my church is better than your church. My pastor preaches better than your pastor. This church don't talk with that church. And, and we forget what we have been called out for. But when we focus, if we understand what we have been called out for, when you come out, you know you have no business with this church or that church. You have a business with your soul to get your soul fed. Amen. And know that your enemy is not that brother in that church or that pastor in that church. You know we all have a common enemy who is Satan, Lucifer, Lucifer. And you know your job. Your job is not to go against that brother or that sister or that church or that church but to feed your soul to get your soul fed on eagle food like, like God told Israel I brought you out of Egypt like on, like on eagle's wings so you are going to be fed by eagle food so God will take you out of here on eagle wings so, and while you are waiting you are living like an eagle. There's no devil in creation that can keep you earthbound because you are an eagle. You are God's eagles from before the foundation of the world. God made you an eagle. You are no chicken. You are not earthbound. 
this church, that church, this pastor, that brother, those are chickens. But eagles called out. Feed my soul. What's my promise? Because you know, Galatians says, Galatians 4, I believe, uh, uh, verse 20, 28 or something like that. And you, brethren, as Isaac, are children of promise. Isaac came forth by promise. How did he come forth? How did he come forth by promise? Abraham, his father, who is our father also, our father in the faith. You may be seated. Amen. Abraham, the father of faith. Isaac's father. Amen. Abraham was called out of the, of the Chaldees. That was his natural land. Now we have been called out of Uganda, Nigeria, whatever. Even though we are still here. But it's a spiritual journey. We are called out of their ways. The way they live, the way they do things, all the politics, all the field, all the traditions that are against the world, we are called out of that. And we are taking up the spirit of a new nation, the kingdom of the Most High God. So Abraham was called out of his own nation, his natural nation. And the Bible said, he would have turned back if not that he looked for a city whose builder and God so it's not enough to be called out what are you looking for if you don't have something to look for it's just a question of time you are going to go back you may not go back physically but in your heart you will get tired this message will be I don't even know. Coming to church will not be an exciting thing for you. Coming to church will be a tough thing for you. Because you have no place. No promise to live for. And God help me, I'll show you. Even in the natural, you've got to have something to live for. You've got to have hope on the inside of you. Oh, glory. Glory to God. So Abraham, he was called out. Amen. And given a promise that his seed, amen, shall possess every gate of the enemy. He was given a promise. Abraham, look up. Look down. Can you count the stars? Can you number the signs on the seashore? He said, no. God said, so shall thy seed be. And Abraham had that promise. So look forward to. So called out as a future promise. For while he's waiting for that promise, Abraham, Abraham. Elohim told him, Elohim Walk before me, Abraham, and, and be thou perfect. I am El Shaddai. I am the double-breasted one. Abraham, so you will not get tired waiting for this promise of your seed that shall possess every gate of the enemy. Not from my breast, Abraham. 
Because from my double breasts, I'm El Shaddai, the double-breasted one. And the spirit alone, you have fanaticism, no good. You got to have the word and the spirit together. So while you are waiting for the promise Abraham, not my breast, I am the double-breasted one. And what was Abraham's promise? You have the promise of Isaac. Your seed shall possess every gate of the enemy. Now we know that seed represented Christ. But that seed was also Isaac. That seed was also the nation of Israel. And Abraham had that Amen. Behavior, he and Lot. The herdsmen. See Abraham's behavior. See the uh, 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 Elohim and the angels came to him. Elohim, Michael, and Gabriel. Elohim, see his behavior. Why? Abraham was in the face. Abraham, the step where he was being nourished. But Elohim. Elohim. From his double breast, waiting for the promise. And while he was waiting, he had a promise he was living for. The promise of Isaac. The promise that his seed shall possess every kid of the enemy. And at that time, he had no seed. He was past bearing age. When Abraham believed God and lived and seen him who had made the promise, he looked to the unseen. Knowing that the things that are seen are temporal. Uh but the things that are not seen they are eternal hallelujah and that's how Isaac came and so Isaac came by promise and we like Isaac are the eternal promise we live by the promises while other people are saying it's become a very popular thing the last few years pardon it's become a very popular thing the last few years. The last few years. Attack Brother Panam on the internet. Trying to disprove. And say, Brother Panam was false. That's fine. The internet for everybody. Everybody can internet. Whatever you want to say. But we, we understand. While they are doing all of that, we will not be distracted. We keep our eyes on the promise. But while we are waiting for the promise, we are doing what we need to do to, 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 to keep our souls nourished so that we will be found worthy to receive the promise. Oh, hallelujah. Amen. So let's break this down a little bit. I won't wait too long. I'll close it. I'll complete it tomorrow. If, if I need to. So let's break down. Because I, want, I know you know these things just to bring a message to you. Nothing new I'm saying. And I know you've been well taught. So just, just to bring a message together for you. So called out. Let's go at them one by one. Called out. 
Call about the sharp message. Of Brother Branham. From the Lord Jesus Christ. In the coming of the Lord. And for that message. Like Eliezer. was to prepare a bride. He was to find a bride. And not just find her. Prepare her. For the coming of the Lord. So that the Lord Jesus Christ. Will have a bride. When he comes back. And Brother Branham. Brother Branham. He had any father shout. By life. And a ministry exactly like the life of Jesus Christ. His life and ministry. Brother Abraham didn't just have signs and wonders. But Abraham also had a life that people took notice. This was a Christian. Amen. And Brother Branham, Brother Branham he proved by life. In signs, wonders, miracles, the power of God, incontestable power of God, but many infallible proofs by life of ministry, he proved and testified that the reason the resurrected Lord Jesus Christ had indeed come back, had indeed come back, and was living on the inside of him. And he had been sent of God to call out this bride like Eliezer. God, Eliezer said, how will the lady know that I have been sent of thee? And then his, his master, Abraham representing, representing God, gave him his camel, ten camels, to go with. And the camera, Brother Bram told us, represents the word of God. So Eliezer did not bring anything of his own. He brought his master's camels when he was going to get this bride. And this camel, this camel is what will bring this bride back the same way Malachi 4 the camel of the world it was not his word it was God's word that he went out with to find this bride and is this camel of the world that's going to take this bride back home like Jesus said of the Holy Spirit it shall take of mine the things that are mine shall and show it to you and that's what Brother Branham did and by life and ministry he identified the life of Christ and identified in the coming of the Lord the shout amen and in doing the identification in doing the identification, he called out a bride by his message of the life of Christ. The mechanics and the dynamics together. All glory to God. Brother Branham said, The shout, what is the shout? He said, It's the living bread of life going forth to bring up. To bring back, back a bride. And that's why every minister that's genuine after Malachi 4, wherever he comes from, is intent on preaching the word. Exactly like Malachi 4 said. 
That's why we preach the word. We preach the word. And here comes the bride. Because my word shall not return void. Shall not return to me void. It shall accomplish the purpose I sent it for. And so we preach the word. Abraham. Ibrahim sent for the camel, the word, to go get to go get a bride for Isaac. And the camel, the word went out. And the camel came back to him. And came back with the object that he was sent to get. The word, the camel went out from Abraham. And the camel, the word came back with Rebekah. The bride. Abraham's word. Did not return to him void. It accomplished. The purpose he sent it for. And so the same way. Malachi 4. Was sent with this word. And we are not the ones who have the word. No minister has the word. We are just recycling back. What Malachi first word said. And so we preach the word. We don't tell stories. We don't tell stories. We don't tell stories. Stories. We don't preach churches. church. And all that. We preach the word. And the word goes out. And when it's time to return back to the Father, the word comes back with you. And that's why you are here tonight. That's why we are all here. We were in drug houses. We were prostitutes. We didn't care about God. But one day, the word, the camel that was sent to get you, that camel found you. Whatever devil was holding you bound, that word cannot return void. That word grabbed you. That word brought you back. That's how you are here. That's how you are in this message. And the devil can do nothing about that. Hallelujah. And the other Rebekas that are still out there, they shall come. They shall come. Because my word shall not return void. It shall accomplish the purpose I sent it for. Eliezer's camels did not return void. And so Malachi's voice cannot return void. It shall accomplish a bride.
Bride. Bride. A beautiful bride standing there in the beauty of his holiness with the literal life of Jesus Christ with his signs with his wonders the signs of the early apostles are coming to the bride there is going to be a bride there is going to be a perfect bride that's going to be this rapture and you are not going to the rapture defeated you are going to rapture triumphant you are flying out you are flying out of here on eagle's wings oh glory to God oh hallelujah amen amen so we have been called out and called out by Malachi first message by a life a ministry you preach it and leave what you preach you don't just preach it and not leave it that's what it is a life and ministry up with a statue of Christ with a statue of a perfect man and so we have been called out and called out each one of us is coming now brought to the foot of the cross have a relationship each one of us with the Lord Jesus Christ your Lord your reason resurrected Lord and Savior so you come into the church into the assembly to have a personal walk with Jesus and called out the book of redemption begins to open up to you you begin to understand redemption you begin to understand that redemption is an inheritance that you had by predestination because you are a son of God amen but was lost by Adam was lost by Adam but Jesus Christ your Lord he died the death on Calvary to, to, to buy back that redemption for you so you understand redemption it's not just I am saved I'm trying to live a Christian life that's salvation but redemption goes deeper than that redemption is an inheritance that Adam had redemption is a manifestation a demonstration of spoken word power the power of God in the church of the living God that's redemption when you are called out the book of redemption begins to open up to you oh hallelujah hallelujah when you are called out you begin to understand that God in grace invited you personally that he wants to borrow your body that he wants to borrow your body to live his own personal life in this age he wants to borrow your body if president Museveni President Museveni comes to your house says I want to borrow your house for one day to do some work in this area many of us all of us would tell him oh president my house is not good enough and he says no it doesn't matter I will work on the house all I just want is 
Are you ready to give me the house We will be too glad to let the president have our house because we know if the president wants to use our house he's going to work on the house. It's going to make it a better house. It's going to tear down the things that are spoiled. It's going to reveal the things. It's going to make the house look like new again. Your neighbors are going to look around. And say, what happened to that house? The president lives here. The president is living here. Or how much more the president of the heavens He wants to borrow your house. He wants to borrow your body. To live his own life. Don't you let him do that. Oh, hallelujah, hallelujah. I think I'll close here. We'll pick it up tomorrow morning. So I don't hold you up. We'll, we'll continue from that tomorrow morning. But think on it, friends. That's why God brought you here. He wants to borrow your body. You are special. You are special. Hallelujah. Amen. You are no ordinary person. You are a super race. You are a super race. And God, the greatest of heaven, wants to borrow your heart. Glory to God. God bless you. God bless you. Thank the Lord. Stand on your feet. Thank Thank the Lord. Because he called you. In this age. He came for you. He sent Mark because of you. He sent Elijah for your soul because he knows you. He knew you before the foundation of the world. In this age, and he sent Elijah for you. Elijah the prophet to come for you. Praise be to God. Worship the Lord. Praise, worship the Lord. Thank Him.